Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. We're so glad you joined us here for the conversation as we go verse by verse through the book of Jeremiah. Our series, The Hard Truth, is looking at this Old Testament prophet's messages of sorrow, judgment, and hope. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, my friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truths. A really exciting day today because we're starting a brand new book of the Bible, the book of Jeremiah. So I uh, hope you have a, a Bible or a device, something you can follow along. If you're just listening, that's fine as well. Uh, our goal at Everyday Truth is just to get through books of the Bible verse by verse with practical application and just show that the Bible is relevant to everyday life. And we ought to be in it every day. So if we can help you do that, that's why we exist. That's why we're here. Uh, do us a favor, if you would, if you're a, a new listener, listen for a couple days. If you like what you hear, uh, leave us a review and uh, share the podcast with somebody else. And let's do the best we can to get as many people possible uh, to listen to the Bible every day. Boy, how that would uh, change us, change our churches, change our families, change our nation. And uh, Jeremiah is a great, great book to consider. One thing I love about every book of the Bible, but especially Jeremiah, as we study it, is just how relevant it is to today's issues. I think about what Jeremiah faced uh, so many years ago is what we face today in, in our nation. Uh, Jeremiah was born about 650 BC, and his ministry, his preaching ministry, lasted, uh, some believe, up to 50 years, uh, certainly 40 uh, to 50 years, somewhere in that range. And most of his ministry was very, very difficult. Uh, Jeremiah really never saw what we would call success. Now, obviously, success is not found in results. But success is rather found in just obeying what God has called us to do. But by you know, our standards, uh, Jeremiah really didn't see a successful ministry. Uh, people didn't listen to him. Uh, people were upset with his message. Uh, Jeremiah was, was imprisoned for a time for preaching. He was made fun of by other prophets. Uh, he was disregarded. Uh, he's known as the weeping prophet. Uh, because he carried such a burden as he watched a slow-moving train crash in the nation of Judah. So let me give you a little bit of background. Of course, God's chosen people uh, go by the name of Israel. But remember, after Solomon, the kingdom of Israel was split into two parts. And the northern kingdom retained the name Israel, while the southern two tribes retained the name Judah. Uh, named for the bigger of the two tribes, Judah. And it was Judah that really carried the promise of God. Because remember, God gave a promise to David that he would always have somebody from his seed that would rule until finally the son of David, the ultimate ruler, Jesus, would be born. And so Judah retained that promise from God. Now, that doesn't mean that the northern kingdom Israel did not have God's promises. Indeed, they did. But they were conditional promises. If you'll follow me, I will bless you. Not unconditional promises like those of the southern kingdom. Well, uh, the northern kingdom of Israel never had one good king. 
And although she survived for 250 years under a number of kings, people like Amri or Ahab and other really wicked kings, Jeroboam, uh, they ultimately fell to the Assyrians and the 10 tribes were scattered. And that was the end of, that was the end of, of, of the, the Northern Kingdom. And it would have been the end of the Southern Kingdom had it not been for the revival that took place under Hezekiah. Good preachers like Isaiah and Micah and others warned of the nation of Judah, turn to God, get right with God. And Hezekiah did indeed do that. And he turned to God and God delivered him out of the hand of the Assyrians. This is in the early 700s BC, like 701 BC. And a great revival was instituted. And for a season, God's people turned back to God. But when Hezekiah died, remember Hezekiah lived for an extra 15 years, asked the Lord for extra time on his life. Well, when Hezekiah died, the son of Hezekiah, Manasseh, really undid all the many good things that Hezekiah did. And after 55 years of his reign, you couldn't even recognize Judah as a God-fearing nation. I mean, just quickly, that nation uh, fell into the same trap into which it had fallen many, many years before. And it seemed as if the revival had never even taken place. And I know that at the end of Manasseh's life, he repented and got right with the Lord, but it was a little bit too little, a little bit too late. Manasseh had a son by the name of Amon. He reigned just a couple years. And when he died, a boy by the name of Josiah began to reign. Eight years of age he was when he became the king. And the country was so mired in uh, idol worship and so far from God, they had, they had gotten to the place where they didn't even know where the law of God was. I mean, think about it. Deuteronomy chapter 17 makes it clear that the king was supposed to read out of the law, the law of Moses, every day. But they didn't even know where the law of God was. And a high priest by the name of Hilkiah, actually, as he was kind of sorting out the, the, the temple and uh, just kind of going through the, the, uh, the storage and, and trying to straighten things up, discovered the law of God. Can you imagine that? They, they didn't even know where the law of God was. And Josiah, as a boy, began to have the law of God read to him. And he realized, wow, we are far from God. Why has God not judged us more severely? And good King Josiah, as a young man, I'm talking about 16, 17, 18 years of age, began to lead the country back to God. Now, Josiah died at age 39 in 609 BC, but as long as Josiah was alive, it seemed as if the people of God were turning back to the Lord. Such is the strength and influence of a good leader. We'll know this, that Jeremiah was born just about the same time as Josiah. They were about the same age. And so Jeremiah began his ministry at a good time, when Josiah, the leader of the country, was leading the people back to God, it seemed at least on the, ex on the outside, externally, that revival was taking place, but the hearts of God's people weren't really bent toward God. And although they had a strong leader 
in Josiah and a good preacher in Jeremiah, it just seemed as if it, it, it didn't really take. It wasn't really real. Because after Josiah dies, wow, the country just spirals out of control. We find three separate invasions from the Babylonians. Uh, there's tension even from Egypt and Assyria early on. And it's just, I mean, there's just so much. We'll talk about all of this. If, if your head is swimming right now, we're going to talk about all of this. I just want to kind of set the table. Because Judah now is all that's left of God's people, a remnant that remains, just these two tribes. Things have been really, really bad. They get better a little bit now during the early part of Jeremiah's reign, but Jeremiah is about to have it all come crashing down. And yet faithfully, faithfully, Jeremiah gives the messages that God gives him. Faithfully, he preaches the truth. Hey, faithfully, he gives the hard truth. That's what we've called this series of studies in the book of Jeremiah, the hard truth. As Jeremiah, weeping, burdened, frustrated, tells the people of God through sermons, through parables, through object lessons, he shows the people of God the truth that it's a hard road to rebel against God. And God loves us too much to let us get away with our wicked ways. And what we're going to find in the book of Jeremiah is, yes, judgment, weeping, hard truth, but also hope as we look toward the future of what God can do in the hearts and minds of people that are yielded to him. So I know I said a lot today, but that's a good opener. We're going to stop right there. Let's just do this uh, just so that we can say we got to one verse. Look at chapter one and verse one. The Bible says the words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah. Now you might be thinking, well, wasn't Hilkiah the one that found the scroll? He was the one that found the law in Josiah's early reign. And that's true, but Hilkiah was a very common name. And it may be that Jeremiah was the son of the high priest, but if that would be true, you would think that that would be mentioned here. You would think that Hilkiah would be mentioned as the one that actually found the law. So it's probably just a, a priest of the same name. But be that as it may, the Bible says that Jeremiah was the son of Hilkiah of the priests that were in Anathoth in the land of Benjamin. So uh, Benjamin is the other tribe that comprises the nation of Judah, Judah and Benjamin. And so Anathoth, I've actually been there in my travels to Israel just a small town, but it was a town of priests and Levites, those that were dedicated specifically to the Lord's service. And so understand that from a little boy, Jeremiah was acquainted with and conversant with the law of God, the practices of serving God. Uh, as a young boy, Jeremiah would have been influenced for the Lord. And what we find is that Josiah, the, the political leader, and Jeremiah now, the spiritual leader, are both young men captured by a spirit of revival, wanting to honor God, desperately wanting the people of God to follow the Lord. And for a season, it seemed as if these young men were leading a great national revival. But all of that comes crashing down, as we shall see as we go through the book of Jeremiah. Understand this as well before we close 
that Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, was actually penned by a man by the name of Baruch. So over 30 times in the book of Jeremiah, we see that name Baruch mentioned. He was like the secretary, uh, the scribe for Jeremiah. It was his job to capture the sermons that Jeremiah preached. It was his job to put it all together. And what you're going to find is that the book of Jeremiah is not chronological. Some of it is, uh, but it's really a collection of the sermons and events in Jeremiah's life related to his ministry to Judah, but also his ministry to the world as he prophesies about some of the nations as well. We'll talk about all of it. We've got plenty of time. So thanks for joining us today. Looking forward to jumping into the book really uh, next episode. Hope you'll join us for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.